Hello, this is Maurice Harker. For almost 20 years, we've been building a team of hundreds of clinicians, coaches, mentors, and people just like you who have discovered and love to teach life-changing principles. Our coaches have made a special investment to make sure you can hear these messages. You will hear stories of triumphant healing from specialists and people having a real life just like you. We hope to increase your awareness that you are not alone and there are so many others who are enlisted in this work to train and heal the whole family. You will find these principles are an amazing synergy of the most accurate cutting-edge science with familiar gospel principles. We are passionate eternal warriors and we hope you will join us. Hello and welcome back. We are so glad you're here. Thank you so much for joining us. We have been appreciating this opportunity so much to be with you and so excited to share with you our topic for today. You know, we are the eternal warrior coaches at Life Changing Services. We are very passionate about the eternal warrior principles that are taught in the Like Dragons Did They Fight book by Maurice Harker. And we hope that you'll notice in the show notes, there's a link there that you can download that book for free so that you can read about the principles that we're talking about in these coaching episodes that we have. But, you know, we've talked so much about not every voice in your head is a trusted voice and about how the brain is kind of like a garden and we have to nurture that and decide what we'd like to plant there and what isn't serving us. Talked about such an important thing to know, which is there's a scientific side of an understanding that we need to have about the science that goes on in our body and in our brain in order to live in accordance with our values. And so if we love acting a certain way and have some self-mastery at a level, it's super important for us to also understand that just our mortal experience, the human experience involves this biochemical level that we need to be aware of. So we talked about the spin and the chemical scale. And then we talked about how do we use this weapon, this amazing weapon, this body that we have, that God has given us everything we need to care for ourselves, including our ability to shift where we are chemically, if we're noticing that our feelings are growing so strong and that we are disconnecting from the value center of our brain, our frontal lobe in our brain, uh, that we can say, oh, I am noticing that, I'm discerning that, and there's something I can do about that. And warrior chemistry is that neutralizer, that antidote that we can reclaim our power and stay in our divine identity and live more according to our values. And today we wanna to talk about drills and changing neural pathways in our brain through drills. And I have today with me, Kathy and Debbie, Carly Ann and Lloyd and Rosalind. And Lloyd, I almost called you Lisa. So I'm going to need to change that on the screen. Yeah, we're excited. Lloyd is the first man voice we've had in our coaching group. And so we're glad he's here today. But yeah, let's start with just talking about drills and why they're effective and what we maybe need to understand about the brain when it comes to, to drills. So Kathy, let's start with you. 
Well, I play the piano. So I have an understanding, I guess, in a way that I need it. I know that I need to practice. I'm going to play a piece for a funeral or whatever. And I find it important to practice that piece over and over again. It gives me more confidence. And I know that when the time comes for me to actually reform, that I will be able to get through it and to do it well. And so there's a lot of repetition. And when I play a piece, there's maybe some rough spots in it that I might have trouble with. And I might have to go back and repeat that section of music over and over and over again until I finally have it just like I want it. That's, that's kind of what a drill helps us. It trains our brains how to react when we actually need to perform. I guess a better way of saying that would be when a building's on fire, it's not the time to practice how you're going to exit. So you practice before and you do it over and over again so that when you have an actual fire, you really know what to do and how to do it. You just feel it over and over and over when you're not in the fire. <laughs> that is so awesome. So it's like creating this muscle memory or this spiritual muscle memory of here's what I do if I would like to create a new pattern in my life. And so good to use that example of, yeah, a musician totally understands what that would be like to, to drill something, drill it, drill it, practice for the results that they want. So good. All right, Carly Ann, what are some of your thoughts about? Oh, when I was a kid, my mom would have us practice what would happen if somebody came up to us and asked us questions, a stranger. And we had a, a code word that somebody needed to know for us to go with them and she would role play with us and I feel like that role playing is a form of drills and thankfully you know that situation never came up for me but we had it down we knew what we needed to do if a stranger came up to us and asked if we would go with them or if mom didn't show up after school to pick us up what code word the person coming to us needed to say for us to go with them and she practiced this with us every single year and I know that if that situation had come up that I was ready I knew what to say and what to do in case that happened and I feel like that protection that being proactive knowing that it was a possibility that it could happen would have protected us in case that happened and that's what drills are it's being proactive and playing in our minds and with our bodies, spiritually, physically, what we need to do when a situation comes up. And a lot of times we can use the prophesy tool to figure out what those things may be that Satan's going to use against us. And then we can tweak our drill to drill that specific thing. And that makes me happy and excited because I want to be prepared before it happens. 
I want to be prepared for when it happens, but not if it happens, because we know Satan will use anything he can against us. So drills are awesome. So good. So yeah, totally, totally awesome to relate that to a protection place, right? We're protecting ourselves from the enemy, as well as noticing something that we do that's the way we act and the way we behave that we want to change that maybe isn't making us as safe as we want to be or putting us in some danger going against our value system. So, so good. Lloyd, talk to us about drills. I think a big part of drills is choosing what we want to act like. And so it gives us the opportunity to choose in advance. If this happens, this is how I want to act. And this is how I want the outcome. Now, that being said, it's not that simple because in the heat of the moment, it's not that easy to live our values the way we've decided beforehand to act if we haven't practiced that. And that's what it's been talked about already. It reminds me of the movie Forever Strong, which is a rugby movie. And Coach Gelwick in that movie, he tells his players, he has them chants to him, practice doesn't make perfect, practice makes permanent. <clears throat> so what that means to me is that by drilling by going over and over and over and over that again it becomes a part of us it's that new neural pathway which you let out this meeting by mentioning it's creating that logic within our brains and within our body that we don't have to think when we recognize the situation we know what to do that's very important you know in like sports because things happen very suddenly and you have to recognize what the situation is and give it the proper response. It's the same with our battle against the enemy. Reminds me of watching one of my sons learn martial arts. Part of that training is drill, 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 drill. And the reason being, so when a situation arises, when they're in combat, they know exactly what to do. And one match I was watching my son, it was kind of like a dance. They were opponents going back and forth, trying something. And, you know, we'd throw a move and then the other one would respond to it and made that. And that was because of all the practice that he did. He knew how to handle the situation to win against his opponent. And it's the same in our lives. We choose what we want those actions to be. And then we drill them, we practice, 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 so that when it's time to use it in real life, or we just know what to do. Mm -hmm. So good. So awesome. Okay, Rosalind, how about you? What have you noticed about drills? And Well, I appreciate how in his book, Like Dragons Did They Fight, Maurice Harker talks about asking a client, how he got warrior chemistry to help him. And he said that he had to learn how to do drills so that at a moment's notice when I needed it, 
the warrior chemical release would become automatic. And to me, that's how my drills help me the most. I know when I'm in a situation with certain people, I've prophesied that I just know what's natural for me to feel. And what I then I've decided what I really want to feel instead of that. And so when I step into that situation, because I've read over and over my little card that tells me what I want to feel like, that comes to mind and I'm more able to respond in the way that makes me feel better after that interaction's over, in the way that I plan to, rather than those feelings that start to come up and threaten to take me over. I can get that warrior chemistry to help me to calm and to remember, this is who I wanna be, this is how I wanna react, respond to this person. And it's because I've read them over and over, like everyone has talked about, it takes such repeated practice to change the neural pathways in our brain. But that was something that I learned in this course that I had no idea that we can change the pathways in our brain. We can actually sculpt new ones by repetition and intentionality and ferocity. So cool. Yeah, and you know what, Rosalind, it sounds like you have a three by five card drill. Yes. Could you tell us a little bit about that drill? And the rest of us are going to be thinking about, is there a drill I've implemented in my life to help me with something like you listeners out there? If you're just noticing, okay, so what you're saying is if I respond or behave in a way that is outside my value system, instead of always following that same pattern, I can set up something by asking myself, hey, what would I rather act like or do, right, in that situation? Or what are the emotions and feelings I have usually just before I act that way that I don't want to act? How do I set up something on purpose that will prepare me like a musician when they perform that muscle memory or an athlete and they know how to, you know, go up against their opponent and they know just what to do or a soldier. Probably the last thing a soldier would want to do is try to remember what they were supposed to do when someone came to attack them. So good. Rosalind, share with us uh, that drill that you used, what you set up or another one. If you think, oh, I have a better one. I like another one even better. Share that. And we'll all be thinking as well, what's a drill we've set up or someone that we have as a client or a friend of ours or something, we know that was really a neat thing to watch, how that worked for them. Okay, the way I came up with this one was I think I remember somebody in conference saying that the people around us are God's workshop. And so the drill that helped me was this person has been brought into my life to help me become a more Christ-like person. And then I have a very specific drill that I have to read that tells reminds me of a time when Heavenly Father actually told me this person is a gift to you to overcome some of the things that you need to overcome. And so I just read this whole little paper here, but that the basic one is this person was brought into my life to help me become a more Christ-like person. And that helps me in several situations and it helps quell my pride too. <laughs> like I'm not really better than anybody else. Yeah, so wants me to think. <laughs> So Rosalind, do you take your card out and just read it randomly whenever you think of it? Or do you just take it out when you start having thoughts about that person? When do you take your card out? Right. Well, at first I set drills, you know, I set little 
times of the day when I thought, okay, I better do it regularly throughout the day to make it become automatic. Now it's when I know I'm going to go into a situation, then I pull it out and read it because that drill has become pretty automatic. There are ones that I'm working on now and I know I need to set up some more for new situations in my life, but I will have to do that same thing, set a timer or decide, okay, every time I do the dishes, I'll repair this or whatever, so that I'm repeating it regularly until it too becomes automatic. So good. Okay, excellent, thank you. All right, Kathy, what's a drill you set up? Okay, so, Yes, I have a drill that I've been running for the last probably six weeks, and I have set my alarm. It goes off at 10 o'clock in the morning. It goes off at three o'clock, and I have added a seven o'clock because I need it. Cool. <laughs> this drill is I've been struggling with drinking water and doing exercises. Mm -hmm. I've really been struggling with that lately. I just feel like there's so many different ways to do exercise and to drink water and to eat right. And I was just feeling like I was just being, I just felt like there were so many voices and I don't know which one to listen to. So I wanted to run this drill. And what I do is when my alarm goes off at 10 o'clock in the morning, I have a cup. I go and get my cup. I began to drink water from it and I repeat from my little card, water is essential to sustain life and the Savior's teachings are essential for eternal life. And so with joy, I will draw water out of the well of salvation. So I just take big, at least three big sips of water and I repeat that in my mind. And then I take three deep breaths and I repeat to myself that God preserves me from day to day by lending me breath. And so with every breath, I will breathe in his spirit so I can live constantly in the light of his countenance. And so I'll take three deep breaths and do that. And then finally, I do a little exercise that I, saw, I call good morning. And so I will bend down and touch my toes and then stand up and raise my arms high into the air. And I will remind myself that the condition of my body affects my spirit. And that exercise is the antidote to the universal complaint of fatigue. And then I remind myself that taking action is always an exercise for increased faith. And there's something about doing this drill. It can become really automatic. And I found myself over the past few weeks just doing it and just doing the repetition, but not really putting my heart into what I was, into what I was wanting myself to really feel and learn. But the last couple of weeks, like every time I really do that repetition, like I was doing it for the first time, it brings so much power into my life. And I really feel the spirit and I really understand and feel that these things are true. And I don't know, it takes, I think they say it takes about 90 days to develop a new pathway or to create a new neural pathway. So if we're gonna win the war, I mean, we're going to have to go through this psychological drills. 
you're going to have to like practice them over and over again until it finally just really becomes a part of who we are. And that can take weeks, it can take months, and it can take a lot longer than that. But if we are consistent and we really create a drill that's very effective in helping us get to where we want to be when we find ourselves in a battle, then, it, then it's really powerful. That is really such a brilliant way to reclaim our power in a place where we feel like we've lost power and we're asking ourselves, what is my problem? How come I'm acting like such a wingnut right here? I would really would like to do this different, do me different, right? It's so cool to know we do have the power to do that. I like how drill like really involves not only your psyche, but also your body. I think it's important to combine the two. Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. I know with students and clients that I always say, yeah, your drill involves your body for sure. And your why. Put some words in there about why you care about it and what it means to you. And Mm -hmm. figure out what's that going to look like? What's that action going to be? Because it's so good. All right, Debbie, I just realized I missed Debbie the last (laughs) go round. Okay. Well, one thing that I really suffer with is anxiety. And a lot of my anxiety comes from things I can't control or individuals that I would like to control their choices. And I obviously have no power to do that. And it creates a lot of anxiety in me. And one day I was sitting on the freeway in rush hour and I had the thought like, why don't I just start going down the frontage road. Why do I keep going down the same freeway? And I thought of the brain and I thought of all the neuro pathways that are in our brain and how, if we can just go down the frontage road or pick a different road and start training the brain to go down that road, we wouldn't be sitting in rush hour or block traffic, you know? And so as I was thinking more even about the freeway, it's like, you know, how many days would it take for me to keep going down the frontage road? before that became automatic. And so these drills, for me, it's the frontage road, right? And it's trying to get my brain to be trained to think a different way when I get into anxiety. And it feels so powerless when you have anxiety, right? It just takes over your whole body. And you really do feel like you are stopped in traffic. I do anyway, I feel like I'm just stopped in traffic, and I can't even move. Mm -hmm. So one of the drills that I really first started doing was three times a day, I would stop and I really would just take in a deep breath and hold it for the five seconds, that five seconds rule. And then as I was letting out my breath, I would say that wonderful quote that is the real battle is to have the spirit. When you have the spirit, you win every battle. And it would calm my nerves down because it would bring me back with the spirit and in remembrance of who the savior really is you know, and it's not me. And then the other saying I would love to say to myself is, I'm doing the best I can with what I know. And as I learn better, I'll do better. You know, and those two things, and just the action of the breathing would calm me down at that moment. But I'm getting better at when I start feeling that anxiety, my mind goes more automatically to that neuro pathway or that frontage road, if you're thinking about the highways of the brain, right? 
-hmm. and I'm able to get it before I'm absolutely in a state where I feel like I can't even hardly breathe. Mm. And is that something, Debbie, that you like you thought, okay, throughout the day, I'm going to kind of imagine I'm having anxiety and how that makes me feel and what I'm going to do when that happens. Oh, 100%. I would drill that every day, several times a day. And absolutely. Um, for one thing, it makes you feel good to think those things, right? And to have that breath and to take a pause. But it also, because it's drilling, it's creating that other neural pathway so that when it comes in and those thoughts start being created inside your brain, inside your spirit, you identify it right away and you're more automatic to just, okay, the real battle here is to have the spirit. When I have the spirit, I win every battle and to go right back in. Thank you. And thanks for bringing up that brilliant quote, because that is so amazing. Like really that's what we're fighting for and what we, where we're at at zero on the scale, right? It's we're whole brained. We are productive and purposeful and connected to our identity and we're available to feel the spirit and to be led and be available for how can we inspire or influence our people that we love or the things that are going on in our life and if we can do that in the place of the spirit we rarely go battling in any way that will make us all sweaty it's true yeah so good thank you debbie all right carly ann and then i'm coming to you lloyd okay so i haven't been using the three by five card idea however i loved the examples and so i might start trying that Mm -hmm. so i was thinking back on some real life examples that i've used in the past of how i've drilled and i remember when I was going through my divorce and I would hash and rehash conversations with him or situations. And I, I realized one time that I was spending a lot of my energy on those fictitious conversations in my head. And that I'd been doing that for most of my life and that I needed to figure out how to not do that anymore. And so I think I had a counselor at that time who had suggested this process. So when I would get into one of those hash and rehash conversations in my mind, I would notice it. And then I would stop and say, I don't have to do this. I'm going to make make a different choice. And then I would bring up either a spiritually defining moment, or I would think of a very spiritual memory that was joyful and the biggest one for me was holding my son in my arms after I gave birth to him and that would bring me back to my frontal lobe back into joyful and help me to not be spinning down that path of angry and upset with myself I mean I wasn't having those conversations with anybody they were all in my mind yeah and that freed up so much energy and so much time in my life. And it was a huge blessing that got me onto the right track. And I feel like that was kind of a drill. It was one that I wasn't doing on purpose at at the beginning, but I made it into a purposeful moment 
by stopping myself each time I found myself sliding back into that behavior. So good. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, Lloyd, you're on. The drill I'm using currently, or the one I use most often, is based on something I discovered in the scriptures. When Alma was fighting Amlicite in the heat of the battle, he cried unto the Lord and says, Lord, help me defeat this guy so that I can go on and continue in thy work and save these people. And then later reading about Captain Moroni fighting against Amalekiah and the Lamanites there, the Nephites in Alma chapter 43, it says that they cried unto the Lord with one voice for their liberty and their freedom from bondage. And they began to stand against the Lamanites with power. And in that self-same hour that they cried unto the Lord for their freedom, the Lamanites began to flee before them, and they fled even to the waters of Sidon. And so I noticed the second time that in the heat of the battle, Nephites cried unto the Lord. And then Moses, when he was being tempted by Satan, he cried unto the Lord. And so noticing that pattern in the scriptures made me think that's what I need to do. In the heat of the battle, I need to cry unto the Lord for his strength, for him to fight beside me and fight with me. And so I started drilling it. I've been using this drill for close to a year now. And I drill it 10 times a day. I have a alarm set on my phone. And when my phone goes off, I cry unto the Lord. And even if that happens right when I'm in the middle of a conversation or in the middle of something, I still pause and cry unto the Lord. And the thing that is awesome about that is that's become my go-to whenever temptation comes, whenever a thought that I don't want to have pops into my head, whenever I'm feeling something that isn't quite right, because of that drill, that's the first thing that pops into my head. The first thing I do is I cry unto the Lord for his power and his strength. And that puts me in a better place so I can deal with the situation. And I think that's just how drills are supposed to work. Yeah. And what have you noticed about like just the connection to what that stem for your life? How's it changed your life? It's given me peace in that it's improved my connection with my Heavenly Father and my Savior. It's given me confidence, helps me feel capable of handling situations because as that has become instinct, a natural response. It's improved the outcome regardless of the temptation or the situation. And so I can have confidence that things are going to go better and I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to live my values 
I don't have to feel like a weakling who can't do anything. I can feel like I got this. That's excellent. Boy, so it can totally take you from a place of, well, I know how to show up and be the guy that just seems like he knows what he's up to. But now you can show up and be like, I am, I don't have to just seem like that. Now I have a lot more confidence in my divine identity, purpose, this man that I was really, that I really want to be, that I can be that guy because I'm connected, connected to the power of God while I do it. Well, that's a, a big part of it is, you know, I want to be a warrior. And like I said before, choosing what we want to do, how we want to act, what we want to be. And as we practice that, we become it. Mm -hmm. And so if a warrior is what you want to be, well, then act like a warrior and you will be a warrior. <laughs> so good. I hope you listeners are noticing that there's some intention in this. There's some purpose in this. There's a lot of identity in this. There's a lot of just divine connection. And there's a lot of thought that can go into this. And I'm sure that when you first started that drill, any of us here, maybe we thought, okay, here's what my drill is going to be, because this is what I'd like to be or how I'd like to act. And I have agency and God has given me this great opportunity to use my choices in a purposeful way to help me. And so anyway, I think that our drills can totally adjust and totally change from when we first started out, right? Absolutely. Make them something different. Thank you so much, Lloyd. All right, Rosalind, you already shared your little drill with us. I'm gonna quickly share a drill that I set up. The battle I was facing that I thought, I want to change this right here, was when I would wake up in the morning, I would feel like, oh, my life is really hard and wow, I don't know if I'm good at it. And I just don't know if I should, you know, get up and feel like I'm the gal. I'm going to get this done. It was more of a stay in bed, be afraid. I kind of, I noticed I'm being tormented right there. As soon as I start to stir to get up in the morning, I start getting attacked about what things are hard, what I can't do, what things are hurting me in my life. And I decided, you know what? That's like coming before I'm even wide awake to, to battle with me when I'm not even really ready for the fight. So I thought, what will I do right there that will help me? And so what I noticed was what helped me is to make my bed in a certain way. But first, I would sing this little song in my mind. It became the drill. The first drill I set up was you're going to sing The Lord Needs Valiant Servants because it has a marching cadence to it. You're going to sing the, the Lord Needs Valiant Servants to, be his, to do his work in the latter days. Follow the teachings of Jesus and serve each other in a loving way. I will be his servant. I'll keep my covenants valiantly. I'll stand for truth, stand for right. The Lord can depend on me. And I had to have my feet on the ground when I said, I'll stand for truth. Like I was just going to stand up then. I, no matter how I felt, 
that was going to be it. I was going to sing that song. So it just started with, here's the song you're singing before you get out of bed. And that helped a lot. And then I decided I need to do more because all the things that scare me are connected to the people that I love. All the things that are hurting me are connected to the people that I love. So I decided I'm going to write a declaration that speaks more of my truth, that makes me feel powerful and like I am somebody that can win and be a warrior. And so first I wrote this declaration that said, get yourself out of bed with the song. Stand for truth and right and the work can depend on me kind of a thing. But the next thing was I was just noticing that's not enough. But it had to do with I'm going to make this bed. And as I make it, I will say this declaration of truth that I have. And so while I make the bed, I say the declaration. And each pillow, I have a pillow on my bed, you know, the decorative kind. Each pillow represents a person. And when I put that pillow on the bed, that person belongs to that pillow. And I ask God to help me support his work and think about that person as I put them on the bed. But the drill throughout the day was to go back to the bed, the person and their pillow. And literally when I'm in the heat of battle, I train myself at home that I could go into my room, shut the door and be more centered and whole brain by kneeling down with their pillow and crying unto the Lord about what was going on right now. What can I do right now? So anyway, it just super helped me. And it still is such a grand help when it's tricky. I just think that has become a really sacred place, a powerful place for me, making my bed and pillows and people that I love and powerful words. But anyway, any final thoughts on drills? Just, I just love for you, you wonderful friends who are so so good. It's so fun to just be together, just doing this together, because we learn so much from each other, too. What is there anything else about drills, Kathy, and then Debbie? I have been thinking about how our natural reactions are going to have to be replaced by new ones. We have to intentionally develop patterns of thinking and behaving. And this week, as I was studying the Doctrine and Covenants, I came across a quote from C.S. Lewis in the Screwtape Letters. And this is the evil one speaking. And he said, it's funny how mortals always picture us putting things into their minds. In reality, our best work is done by keeping things out. And really kind of stuck with me because I think there's the direct attack where Satan puts things into our minds. He wants to get between us and our truth, but then there's that indirect attack where he seeks to keep true things from entering our minds. And so a drill is a way that we can put those true things back into our minds and create new thinking patterns and new behaviors. That's when we're really gonna keep Satan away. That's so awesome. 
Thank you, Kathy. Debbie? I love how Kathy talked about intention and I love how Lloyd was so personal about being a warrior. I could totally feel his words when he was speaking. And I love your example of the physical pillows representing a family member. The thought went through my mind that when we sit in a class and we learn, you know, we're just taking in that information. But in order for us to really have that sealed into our brain, we have to act upon it. And I was just thinking that, like, if you think of the whole plan of salvation, we had the war in heaven and we had the plan to come here. But if we could have stayed there and just learned about it intellectually, maybe we would have chosen that. But it was the important part was for us to come here and to learn. And so I view earth life as kind of like the science lab. We have to have hands-on training. So for us to be intentional in our hands-on training and to have that value system of being a warrior and to do our physical body. And if it's the pillow, our family members, and it keeps that prayer in our heart, it's just so important. And the drills help us to remember what are we fighting for and why are we here and why do we just keep doing this? And it's that repetition that creates who we came here to be and what we're really fighting for in the big scope of things. So I just, I love to just think that we're, we're in the laboratory and this is our turn. This is our turn on earth. This is our turn and our time. This is our time that we get to practice the things that we believe and to keep learning and acting upon it. And to become better at it, we do repetition and we keep doing what is working right and keep learning more and improving. And I love drills. It's so powerful, you know, it's like if we can just switch that brain and realize that that's our gift to be able to practice. We're here in the laboratory to practice, to get this science down right so that we can be who we came here to be. We came here to become more like our Heavenly Father. Who is such an amazing warrior. Yes. Yes. Totally. Yeah. You know, Debbie, that is so inspirational. I just love the way you said that. And you know, it makes me think, yeah, I just really, I had the thought, I love these people that I'm talking to. I just love associating with people who like think they want to stay awake like me. And I hope you listeners out there are noticing that we love you. And we know that you're getting that same feeling of, boy, that is so cool to consider under Heavenly Father's plan. We're here for a reason. And part of it is learning how to stay awake and see the real enemy and really draw the power of Jesus Christ into our life. And so I would invite you to come and find us on lifechangingservices.org. You can go under the training tab to the coaches page and you'll be able to find us there. If we can help you in any way, we would sure love to, but I want to leave you with this final scripture. It's in DNC 58, 27 and 28. And it says, verily, I say men, and I would add women should be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many things of their own free will and bring to pass much righteousness for the power is in them wherein they are agents unto themselves. And inasmuch as men and women do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward.
Thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. As you can see, we are very enlisted in what we have learned and hope to teach. If you have found today's message inspiring, please share this podcast with family and friends so others can enjoy and be edified along with us. Be sure to download the free book that holds all the core principles behind what we teach. This book is called Like Dragons Did They Fight. You will find a link for that free download at Like Dragons Free. And remember, you can find all the life-changing resources, programs, and trainings needed for you and your family at lifechangingservices.org.